Now the News. I'm Shane Bigham. Chinese Foreign Minister Wang Yi has met with Cote d'Ivoire President Alassani Ouattara. Wang said China stands ready to advance mutually beneficial cooperation between China and Cote d'Ivoire. Ouattara stressed that Cote d'Ivoire will continue to prioritize relations with China and adhere to the One China Principle. Apart from the West African nation, the senior Chinese diplomat recently also visited Egypt, Tunisia and Togo. China has reiterated its demand that the Philippines should not damage Beijing's legitimate interests in the South China Sea when developing ties with other countries. Spokesperson Mao Ning of the Chinese Foreign Ministry says China supports the peaceful settlement of disputes through negotiations. She was responding to a question on the Philippine Defense Secretary's remarks on cooperation with the U.S. and resource exploration in the region. The spokesperson says regulations should be set up to manage differences and resources should be jointly explored until disputes are resolved. The Pakistani foreign ministry says it struck several terrorist hideouts inside Iranian territory. This comes just two days after Tehran made similar claims when it attacked the bases of a militant group inside Pakistan. Pakistan says it fully respects Iran's sovereignty and that its attacks were highly targeted. In response, Tehran summoned Islamabad's highest representative in the country for an official explanation. Relations between the two have frayed, as Islamabad is banning Iran's ambassador from returning to his home country. Pakistan's also withdrawn its own envoy from Tehran. Spokesperson Mao Ning of the Chinese Foreign Ministry says China is willing to play a constructive role in easing tensions. China has always advocated that relations between countries should be handled in accordance with the purposes and principles of the United Nations Charter and international law. Iran and Pakistan are close neighbors, friendly countries to China. China sincerely hopes that both sides can maintain calm and restraint and avoid escalating tensions. Meantime, the situation is also adding to fears of a wider conflict in the Middle East as the Israel-Gaza conflict rages on. The United States has conducted another round of strikes against Houthi targets in Yemen as the militants claimed their second attack this week on a U.S.-operated vessel. Meantime, the Biden administration's again identified the Yemeni group as a terrorist organization. Houthi officials say the designation will not deter them from launching more attacks. Sarah Coates has more. The Houthis, they remain defiant, saying that it will not stop these attacks. They will continue these attacks on any ships traveling toward Israel, any Israeli-owned ships, saying that they stand in solidarity with the Palestinians, saying they will not stop until Israel pulls out of Gaza. Look, we also heard from Iran's foreign minister. He is warning the United States not to tie their destiny to the fate of Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, adding that Washington's support for Israel is the root of insecurity in the region. What this designation really means is that any Houthi money in the United States will be frozen, they'll be cut off from the global banking system and any Houthis will not be allowed into the United States. But what aid groups are extremely worried about is that it will actually affect the civilian population. Uh, We do know, of course, that Yemen is in the midst of this 10-year civil war and two-thirds of the population rely on aid. 
The managing director of the International Monetary Fund has described China's economic growth in 2023 as good news for China and the world. Kristalina Georgieva was speaking in Davos on the sidelines of the annual meeting of the World Economic Forum. China's National Bureau of Statistics says the country's GDP expanded 5.2 percent last year to a new high of 126 trillion yuan. Georgieva also welcomed China's efforts on improving the quality of its economic growth and shifting from relying on on exports to a consumption-driven model. At the Australian Open, Sheng Jun Chung's become the first male player from the Chinese mainland to break into the third round at Melbourne Park. The 18-year-old produced another comeback victory to beat Indian opponent Sumit Nagel in four sets. Meanwhile, top Chinese women's player Zheng Wen missed five match points before hammering an ace in the sixth to dispatch Katie Bolter 6-3, 6-3 in windy conditions. She advanced to the last 32 at the Grand Slam event for the first time in her career. That's the news. I'm Shane Bigham.